So that, that was something which we were always uh, aiming for as well. And we, we wanted to knew that from the beginning as well, that if we want to offer the customers the quickest verification time, we, we can't have the reliance on the human people actually verifying the information because as you can probably do the map like 10,000 verifications for one minute. It does require a lot of people to actually sit down and verify them if you want to beat the, the speed of verification as well. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Victor Fradung of Shefty Pro. Victor, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, yeah, super excited to have you on. As somebody has contributed to our site in the past, what I wanted to do, of course, is read a little bit more about Victor so you can hear about some of those awesome things that he's doing. And Victor is CEO of Shefty Pro. He is a fintech innovator with more than 10 years of industry experience and is serving as a CEO of Shefty Pro, an award-winning AI-driven identity verification service provider. Victor has provided strategic directions for the growth of the company and its employees and has leveraged his services to improve IDV for the financial world. Victor, excited again to have you on the show, my friend. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, let's get started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Perfect. So basically our story began in two thousand. 2017, to be precise. Uh, prior to this, we've actually been both myself and other co-founder, which is also the CTO in the, the payment space for the past probably 15 years at the moment. Uh, why we essentially decided to, to create the company itself was because we actually experienced the problem ourselves, which was the main reason we actually built the company. So what, what Shafti actually does is that we specialize on identity verification and compliance. And just to give the background story, so when, when we were in the payment space, we operated different payment gateways. We actually saw the need to start verifying the customers. So we basically have to collect like, the, it's usually called the KYC of the customers. And the problem back then, and this is probably around 2012 to 2013, if I recall correctly as well, the providers which were in the space, they, they were mainly focusing on the, the European market and perhaps the United States market to some extent as well. But it was still a very painful process from a customer point of view as well. So if you had uploaded your, let's say, ID documents, you had done this selfie as well for the biometrics, you usually had to wait for at best a couple of hours, in worst case, like up to a couple of days time as well. So we immediately saw the problem with the previous solutions in the market as well. Secondly, the other problem we also saw was that the solutions worked fairly good for the European and the United States customers. But if we had customers coming from Asia or from some of the African countries or the Middle Eastern countries, there was always problems and the solutions didn't really work back then. So that, that was sort of like the idea which actually got us to create Shafti Pro as well. And we always created it based on the idea that we wanted to give the customers the quickest and the most seamless verification unit there is. And secondly, we wanted it to be available globally as well. So as I mentioned, like we created a company in 2017, we, we also built it based on artificial intelligence and machine learning as well, because the, the other competitors in the space, they, they usually placed it under like a manual review sort of thing as well. So once a customer had uploaded their ID documents, you had one person which was essentially sitting and verifying the documents manually instead. 
while our C CTO and other co-founder as well, like he had a tremendous experience when it came to working with artificial intelligence as well. So he actually thought to himself that, what if I actually apply AI to do exactly what it is that a human is actually doing in this case? And that, that actually worked tremendous for us as well. Like even when we built the company in the beginning as well, like we had already automated roughly 50% of the solution itself. Um, and then it's just been a roller coaster from there as well. So flash forwarding to 2022, where at the moment we are one of the leading providers in the space of identity verification. We help global clients, businesses, banks, governments uh, to verify on border customers swiftly as well. Nice. I absolutely love that. I appreciate you kind of sharing, you know, that journey and, and the story as well, too. But one of the things that really kind of stuck out with me, um, in, in addition to it being, you know, quick and seamless, those are the words that you said, but also, too, like you actually solved that problem. You saw that there was a problem, you know, when you founded it. And I think so many times when we build organizations and business, sometimes we can lose sight of why we're doing what we're doing. And that's to solve a problem. So I love that. That sounds like that's the foundation of everything you've been building. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we went a little bit into, um, you know, how you serve your clients and how it works. Could you take us through a little bit more about that? Um, and if you have what you like to call your secret sauce, what you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Absolutely. So, so when it comes to our clients, I would say that roughly 80% of the clients are financial solutions type of clients. So that includes banks, forex companies, gambling operators, cryptocurrency clients as well. Well, we do have some unique cases as well, like we work with one of the world's biggest tax-free reclaim providers in the space, also some governments that are using it for different products as well. Uh, but the, the main thing for our clients is that if they're actually dealing with their customers' funds, they, they always need to collect the KYC from their customers as well. So, so those are our ideal clientele as well. Uh, when it comes to um, our secret source that we have, so uh, we are the world's first truly automated global verification provider in the space. So that, that's definitely like one of our USPs within our solution. Some of the other things that also differentiate us is that um, a lot of providers in the space when it comes to like reading text from document or uh, extracting different information of the images or whatever it might be, they usually rely on third-party providers. So when it comes to extracting text, uh, which we usually refer to as OCR, a lot of companies here are using Google to, to essentially extract this information. What we did since the beginning of the days was that we actually wanted to develop everything in-house instead. So we actually created our own library when it comes to all the different documents that we verify, same when it comes to the extraction of the data from the documents as well. And this has also helped us to be able to have one of the widest coverages supported in the space as well. So instead of me listing like the countries which we support, I usually tell to all our clients as well, and we support every country and every language available on any kind of documents worldwide. Another thing to highlight as well when it comes to so like a differentiation between ourselves and some of the competitors is that we quite early on as well saw that different countries have different regulations and different regulations have different requirements. So if you're, for example, a cryptocurrency exchange located in Estonia versus in the United States, the regulations look different. Um, so some of them might have different so like documents that you need to collect and verify. Some of them want you to verify specific fields on the documents. Uh, and what, what this actually allowed us to do was to build what I call our configurable engine as well. So we actually allow our clients to decide which services they would like to use and the settings of the solutions itself. And that essentially helps us comply with different regulations worldwide as well. 
Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and, and I imagine that, especially from a, a client standpoint, um, there's probably a lot of work and, in, in, um, you know, manpower and women power you all have put into kind of understand all the regulations, understand what fits, what doesn't. And now it makes it easy for clients to just be able to kind of, for lack of a better term, kind of plug and play, it sounds like. Exactly. And that, that, that's what we're aiming for as well. And uh, what I know that some of our competitors are struggling with as well is that whenever they have this sort of like unique request, like we see some regulations which require like, let's say localized storage of the data as well. Like they're usually struggling because then they need to customize their solution. So we actually thought one step ahead as well. What if I actually give the clients the configurable options instead of? Yeah, that, that makes sense. And, and I think we've seen it so often that um, often things are moving towards the clients having the quote unquote power control or being able to kind of custom, create their own customized journey and experience. It sounds like you had the foresight, you all had a foresight in the very beginning to kind of, you know, kind of build that own, your, your own unique engine and, and build all those applications so that people will be able to kind of make those decisions based off what they need. Exactly. And um, let me ask you this. So um, one of the words that's kind of kind of coming to my mind is when you mentioned, you know, being able to kind of do it a lot quicker, you don't have the manual verification and things like that, is the word scalable. It sounds like you're able to scale a lot, make, you know, bigger impact, serve on a global level, like you said, largely because you had all those things in, in, in mind, it sounds like when you built. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So we always wanted to build a solution to be completely scalable as well, because even though we do serve like some of these startup companies in the space as well, which only processes, let's say, 100 verifications annually as well, we still have on the other side the, the super big enterprise clients, which might actually process 10,000 verifications per minute instead of. So that was something which we we're always aiming for as well. And we already knew that from the beginning as well, that if we want to offer the customers the quickest verification time, we, we can't have the reliance on the human people actually verifying the information because as you can probably do the math, like 10,000 verifications for one minute, it does require a lot of people to essentially sit down and verify them if you want to beat the, the speed of verification as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Absolutely. I actually had a thought about this question as well. So what, what, what I can say from my side that has actually worked really well, and that it's actually based on the fundamentals that one thing that we all have in common is the hours that we have each day. Like we have 24 hours each day as well. If you want to get the most out of the day as well, like you need to compromise on the sleep that you're essentially getting as well. In my case, what I actually like to do during the days as well is that I like to do, I like to work and then I also like to work out as well. So usually I spend like one hour at the gym every day as well. That's also something which actually requires myself to get more sleep as well. So I would say like that average sleeping cycle should be around like eight to nine hours per, per night if you want to get a good amount of sleep. For myself, since I do also want to spend time with my family as well, we just have a newborn back at the house as well. Uh, I need to make that compromise when it comes to the sleep as well. So I usually only sleep for like six hours each night. And the thing that I've actually, and this is like my hack, is to take power naps during the day as well. So that, that's the one thing which I, I try to do in between different meetings as well. I usually take like 15 to 20 minutes each day as well. And this completely re recharges my batteries myself. So that's sort of like the CEO hack that I can share from my end as well. Uh, I'm not sure if all the different workplaces actually allow this, but it's something which I've done wonders for myself. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell your favorite business client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. 
Yeah, so if I were to tell myself something like, if I'm looking back, let's say 10 years as well, and this is probably going to sound cliche, and I'm sure some other ones have said this before as well, but I would essentially be like, don't be afraid to fail as well. Because this is such something that gives us the most like benefits from our point of view as well. Um, and I usually give the example as well, like if we have, let's say, new marketing channels as well within the team, let's say if we find three different ways for us to essentially obtain more customers as well. What we like to do within our organization is that we try all of them out as well. And then we evaluate the, the benefits or the, the downsides that all of them bring as well. And this essentially helps us to find the best ways forward as well. Uh, same when it comes to like previous other stuff as well, like Triptola, I've had multiple different startups previously as well. Some of them have been successful. Some of them have been not so successful. But it, all of that, I, I wouldn't actually change a single thing of them as well because it's given me the experience for myself. And it's very easy for like all those TikTokers and social media influencers as well, which are giving all the different advices as well. Same with people who are watching TV series or reading books as well. Like it, it can give you good advice as well, but if you don't actually try it yourself and see what works for you or what doesn't work for you, it's not a good experience in my in my sense at least. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you there. And I think that, you know, actually trying it out and testing it out, putting it out against the market sometimes allows us to test our hypotheses, our thoughts, our assumptions, just all of those things. And kind of the word that was, again, kind of coming to my mind is kind of alignment with everything you doing at Chef D Pro was building that engine. And I think we have our own engines that we're building. And when you're able to say, OK, this didn't work, that didn't work, it allows you to maybe have quote unquote failure, but it's really that knowledge that is built into your engine so that the next time and the time after that and the time after that, you can do even bigger and better. Exactly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Victor, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, so being a CEO actually is, I would say more like a mindset for myself as well. Um, you basically have like the highest responsibility within any organization as well. In my sense, it basically forces me to, to be the person with, with, with the most knowledge within the company itself. Because any questions, and I'm not speaking now from both employees or from customers as well, any questions, any complaints, any legal issues, I'm always the person which they're going to reach out to as well. So uh, I've gotten this question before as well, like what does my, my job actually include as well? And I usually consider myself being a jack of all trades as well. I, I know every bit and pieces of the business itself, regardless if it's marketing, which I don't have too much experience in previously as well, if it's sales, if it's design work on the website or how I want to position our brand as well. Like I need to be the person which has all this knowledge so that I can make the decisions going forward as well. Uh, so yeah, basically, basically being a person with the highest responsibility, uh, understanding all the information just so that we can take better decisions going forward. That's what the CEO means to myself. Yeah, I love that last part, especially that kind of brought everything together, because I think it's not just knowing and being a quote unquote jack of all trades or Jane of all trades to, just for the sake of it. It's just so that you can understand you know, the decisions that you're making, because when you make a decision about marketing, understanding that it might affect HR, it might affect finance, it's just you start to see all those things. But the only way to do it is to have kind of like the pulse of each of those aspects of the business. You explained it better than myself. That's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to explain as well. Yeah, but you do it so well. So that, that's the important part is it's, it's execution is all, always the most important thing, like, like you said so well. Absolutely. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Victor, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you and find about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Absolutely. So anybody that have any need for the solutions that we offer in the space, like feel free to contact either myself or reach out directly to Shop the Pro as well. And I'm sure one of my colleagues will give you a very helping hand as well and guide your decision going forward. Uh, if you would like to reach out to myself personally, you can do so at Victor with a C at shaftypro.com. I might be a little bit slow in replying since I'm usually traveling all the times as well, but I'll try to do my best to get back to you in a very quick format as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Victor. To make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes. I appreciate your time again, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our IMCEO Facebook group. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.